Hey, what's going on, you guys? This is episode three of the Nobby Design Podcast, and I'm really excited for this one. Uh, we actually have our first official guest, my brother Brandon Burke. Uh, Brandon is a recording artist based out of here in Atlanta. He's been in the music industry for about 10 years now. Uh, but to me, I, I really consider him a kingdom thought leader, and I'd even call him a Christian innovator. Um, I just feel like Brandon brings uh, such a depth of insight to the table. And so today he's actually going to unpack a little bit of his personal life story and journey. And towards the end, we actually just start talking about kind of a kingdom dialogue around what's going on with Kanye West. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy this. Check it out. All right. What's going on, guys? This is uh, really uh, the first interview episode uh, of the Nobby Design Podcast. Again, this is me, Andy Un, and uh, today I have my brother, Brandon Burke. Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, I, I just got to share about how I, how, how I connected with Brandon. Um, so Brandon and I, we've been friends what about a year now, Yes, a little, little over a year. October birthday. Oh shoot. That's yeah. right. Yeah. On your birthday. So yeah. So Brandon and I, we've been, a, we've been uh, friends for about a year now and it's been a powerful, real powerful friendship. I mean, we've been really able to go deep and our family's been able to connect. Um, but I just want to say this is I, I actually connected with Brandon because, uh, as you know, I'm, I'm the director over at Daniel Prayer Garden. And I got a, a, a reservation last October, mm -hmm. and it said Brandon Burke uh, wants to celebrate his birthday at Daniel Prayer Garden. <laughs> and so right off the bat, I was like, "Yo, this is a trip! Like, <laughs> like what what dude wants to spend their birthday, you know, at the House of Prayer?" Um, but you know, just through connecting with Brandon, and then Brandon ended up coming with uh, a good group of his friends and his community. I mean, it was just you know. It was real. It was real talk from the beginning. I definitely felt like real, recognized real, and uh, I, I just saw a man of God, and I really saw a man who was just really after the heart of God, just wholeheartedly. And so, that's my my initial connect with you, Brandon. Um, but I would love for whoever's listening to get to know you, and for you to take as much time as you want. Yeah, man. It's funny to think that that was like a year ago. It seemed like just yesterday. Bro. Yeah, yeah. So whole year, my birthday was actually Monday. Mm. So it was like, yeah, it was actually my birthday weekend. Oh wow! So um, yeah, man, I um, man, wow, loaded question, man. God has taken me from so many different directions, man, and um, but I am just first and foremost a son, man, just trying yeah. to walk and follow the Father and love Him with all my heart, yeah, mind, soul, strength, wife. Mm. You know, I have a beautiful wife, beautiful family. So yeah. father, man, learning about that. Yeah. But um, I think um, more than anything, bro, I just feel like I'm a worshiper, man. Mm. Like, I'm just after the heart of God to know him more. I mm. think at the end of the day, that's what really the whole gospel, the simple gospel is about. Mm. It's literally he said that he died to give us eternal life. And John 17, 3 says eternal life is to know him. Mm. And so my first encounter with God was after I had a seven-year illness Yeah. in and out of the hospital. Only yeah. 108 people had a similar case. Wow. I had 105 fevers, had boils all over my body. 
um, just countless different things, man, that I went through for about seven years. Wow. And um, out of that experience, you know, I come out of a background where my mom went to church and my dad was a hustler. <laughs> so I navigated towards the hustling side, you yeah. know. Um, but um, at the same time, I had some sort of root in me of, of the word, you know wow. what I mean, of, of the word. But I didn't apply it until I got into this crisis situation. Wow. And out of that crisis, literally, I got encountered by God. Literally, the Lord healed me. Wow. And so in that process, I'm like, yo, God, if you can do this and it actually took three days to manifest, but I encountered him one night. And then wow. in the course of three days, all of my test results had changed. Wow. So I said, if you can do that in three days and mm. these doctors that were the smartest doctors in the world at the time, supposedly wow. couldn't figure it out in seven years. Yeah. Then I was like, I need to know everything else about you. Wow. Not knowing that that was really an invitation to, to the gospel. It was wow. like the Lord was saying, like, that's what I'm calling you. I want you to know me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, that experience created a paradigm for me mm. of like, all I did was say, God, if you are who you say you are, yeah, show me, reveal me. I found a scripture in the word and I just began to sing and worship that song. Wow. Just that scripture, not even knowing like the power of the word. Wow. I just began to worship with that one scripture. Wow. And God encountered me. Wow. There was a desperation in my heart that was saying, yo, if this is real, wow. then something's going to happen. Like something's got to happen. Wow. And that became an encounter. So without knowing anything, that became my paradigm mm. as a Christian. Wow. And so I was like, okay, God, well, if you can heal me through this, I had dreams and desires in my heart for music, for business. And I'm like, well, what would happen like, if I align myself in the same way wow. from that? You wow. know what I'm saying? And when I started reading, he was like, if you delight yourself in me, I'll give you the desires of your heart. Mm. If you love me with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Like he was just showing me all of this. And so me not even having no biblical context. This is good. I was like, yo, okay. Like this is how I get this result. Yeah. It was like, just abandon me and go as hard as you can after him. Wow. And out of that, that's kind of what led me here to Atlanta. Wow. Um, that's what led me to like start thinking like, yo, how can I use this music? Wow. You know, this gift of music that God has given me. So you were already doing music before, I was already. before the God encounter. Exactly. Okay. okay. But it's just, I was doing it in a different way. So my curiosity was like, yo, okay, God, if you can do this. Yeah. He literally gave me a grace to say like, okay, if you're a healer, who else are you? Wow. Like, come on. Like I had no barriers that I couldn't do music for God and it impact the culture. I had, mm. there was no barriers. I just was like, yo, if you're a healer, you got to be everything else. Wow. And so for me, I wanted to know that. I wanted to experience that. I wanted that for myself. But then I also was thinking like, wow, if I'm having these type of encounters, mm. this ain't what my church experience was. Wow. Like I heard about God. People talked about God. Wow. But they, it wasn't like these type of miracles like this. Well, one thing is, I just feel like it's significant that the way that you encountered God was like you were born in the kingdom just through intimacy. Yeah. Like it wasn't like you yeah. were in religion for nah. a long time, nah. but I just think that that's special, yeah. bro, because special. for, for you from day one, God was real. Yeah. Wow. And I think, you know, I look at that situation because it really speaks to, I believe what God is even doing now, that okay. whole testimony, meaning that most of us seek God sometimes for like, mm what we want him to do. Yeah. But we don't seek him as the solution a lot of times. Wow. And for me, without having a paradigm, mm. I'm just like, yo, 
We've tried everything else. All I know is to come to you. And all I know, if you're real, I'm going to seek you until you do something. Okay. I'm going to pause here because I feel like you're hitting on something that's at the core of this podcast, the Mm -hmm. core of what even inspired me to start this podcast. So on the very first episode, you know, I was attempting to break down spiritual intelligence, right? Mm -hmm. How I feel like the world that we live in today is actually hungering. We're, we're hardwired to know spiritual things, right? Yeah, for sure. So what you're talking about is really, you're getting at the core of it, but like, I mean, I don't want you to just keep going on that, but like for you, when you hear um, spiritual intelligence Mm -hmm. or what does it mean to know God by the spirit? Like just keep talking about what you're you're saying. So I think, you know, my dad, who wasn't in my life at the time. I had no spiritual influence. I actually was grew up with my mom and my dad that I thought was my dad. He wasn't my dad. Wow. So my biological father came into my life and he was a man of the spirit. Wow. So my mom went to church. Wow. But he was like a man of the spirit. Wow. So when he finally came into my life, I would see these two different parallels. Like my mom went to church on Sunday. Interesting. And he was like pursuing God Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like to know God. It was his life. Wow. So that was like, wow. Like, you know what I mean? And so for me in that whole journey, I had no context for God. Okay. But at the same time, I think some people disqualify themselves from having a relationship with God because they're trying to have a relationship based out of a context that was created for them mm. and it doesn't feel familiar. Not wow. knowing that we were made to actually have real relationship with God no matter where we are. Mm. It is innate inside of us. Mm. So I remember my dad painting this picture for me. He said, Brandon, like you have your spirit, your soul, and your body. He mm. said, for the first 20 years of your life, you've been building your soul. You've been building your mind. You're reading books. You went to school. You know, all these things. Your body, nutrition, you're eating food. He said, but the most important part of you is the spirit. Wow. And he said, because you've been building your body and you've been building your your soul, Mm. you have an understanding of like emotions, what you feel. You have an understanding of how to communicate, how to learn things and how to articulate that. But you don't know how to articulate your spirit, man. Wow. You don't have language. You've never invested into that. Mm. And you don't have language for you, but it's a real part of you. Mm. It's like being malnutrition. It's like not feeding your body. Wow. You don't have a context to how to articulate something that is the innate, most inmost part of your being, the most essential part of your being. Wow. But it's there. And when he shared that to me, it made so much sense. Wow. Because all of us have had spiritual encounters or That's spiritual right. things that we couldn't articulate. That's right. That we didn't have language for. Yeah. And so I think spiritual intelligence, when I hear that, mm. basically what it says to me is like, by God's design, mm. he's He's connected us to him. Like, mm. But at the same time, it's like, if, I mean, you're Korean, I'm black. <laughs> so if you start speaking Korean, that's right. it's a language that I, I don't have a context or a grid for, yeah. but it's a real language. Wow. It's a real language. It's something that can be learned. Yeah. It's something that could be understood. Y'all that's talk good. about pizza. Y'all talk about... You know what I'm saying? Y'all homies, basketball, whatever. Y'all talk about the same thing. That's right. And so I think with a lot of people with the spirit, Mm. because it's foreign, Mm. it's foreign than what we've learned in school. It's foreign than what we've learned all of our lives, even what we've learned in the church. We start talking about the spirit of God. Mm. It's been foreign. It's like speaking another language. Wow. But what I had to understand was like, wow, the things of the spirit are just as practical of the things that we've learned. Okay. So this is good, bro, because I want you to... To hit on this too, because 
I just get a sense that I believe there's people tuning in and listening that, I mean, obviously you're listening to this podcast because there's a curiosity mm-hmm. about spiritual things. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to know more about this. Yeah. Right. Um, but I, I also feel like there may be people who are listening as well, who are like, you know, uh, my life, my life seems to be going okay, or it's practical. I'm doing all the right practical things. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone that's asking the question, why should I learn how to tap into the spirit? Are you good? The Bible says God set eternity in our hearts. Mm. And so what that tells me is like, whether you choose to believe mm. in spiritual things or not, there's a seed mm. of eternity. There's a seed of the unknown that is inside of you. You wow. can't escape it. It's the place where we have dreams from. Wow. It's the place that we become curious about things that we don't understand from. Like mm. God set that in our hearts. Mm. And so even like I said, for me, I had experiences mm. prior to having this encounter that yeah. I didn't have a grid for. Like why did that happen or why didn't that happen? Wow. Or how come I'm alive? You know what I'm saying? Like wow. just questions like that. And yeah. I didn't I didn't know that those questions were invitations. I didn't know those questions were invitations. You know, mm. sometimes religion, mm. you take the spirit out of it. It's like, don't ask that. <laughs> don't talk about that. Like if they don't have the answers for it, it's like that's right. They shut it down. That's right. And my biggest encouragement would be for anybody listening to this podcast. If you have questions mm. that have been staring in your heart, curiosities that have been standing up in your heart, this is a great place to wow. to listen. This is a great place to learn and be open to those things because for me that healing happened wow. based on this question. I said, God, if you are real, yeah. then show me. Wow. Because my thing is I'm a man of common sense. Yeah. Whether I at that point knew if God was real or not, yeah. if he was real, yeah. you would want to know. That's right. So it's like some people have a position about spiritual things like ah, I don't it's we despise what we don't understand. Mm. We just if it's I'm not going to take the time to learn Korean because mm. it's like well, I don't have, I don't think I have a benefit for it. Mm. Like, but if it is real, if there's something valuable in it, wow, then I want to know that. That's just pride to say, yeah, I don't want to know. It. And so good. for me, it was like I had a real crisis, though. So for me, wow. crisis sometimes plays a huge part. That's right. When you have crisis that you can't understand, like why is there suffering in the world? Why wow. do good people die young? Why wow. is there all these different things that we don't understand? And we stay away from those things because right. we don't have the answers to them. Wow. And sometimes religion doesn't give a platform for people to ask those questions for mm. God to give the answers, mm. Mm. but he's not intimidated by those questions. That's good. So for me, literally when I asked that question yeah. out of that place, there was a song that God placed on my heart. Wow. Now, all I knew is within that moment, there was a, I look at it now, it was God's grace wow. that was helping me be able to connect to that thought. Okay. Because in prior prior seasons, mm. you know, you have thoughts running through your head all the time. Mm. But I was like, God, if you're real, show me you're real. Mm. And all at once this song that my mom used to sing came to me it was a gospel song. It's mm. like the only way I knew how to call out to God. Wow. And I began to sing this song, not knowing that this song is an actual scripture in the Bible. Wow. It's a song about healing. Wow. And I just begin to just sing it. Wow. Out of desperation. Wow. Like, because for me, like when I say I was sick, bro, like I was like near death sick. Yeah. So at that point, when you get to a place of desperation, wow. which I believe sometimes that's what it takes for people to really be hungry for for something. You know what I mean? Yeah. God, crises are a blessing when they because they create desperation. They that's create right. 
you, you push somebody hard enough they don't believe in God, it, because it's so innate in us, mm. they'll be like, yo, God, they'll sell G, it'll come out of you. That's right. So for me, in that situation, nobody else to turn to, no solutions from anywhere, and just desperation just said, God, if you're real, show me. Like, because wow. I'm like, if you can do something about this, I want to know. And wow. literally in that moment, God literally met me in that moment. Wow. And it changed everything. And I think one of the things, though, I think that is really, I've been really thinking about that experience a lot mm. these days because mm. the way God healed me was very important. Mm. Um, I literally started singing that song mm. for about 30 minutes. Wow. But as I was singing it, when I first started opening my mouth to sing it, mm. I was hearing thoughts in my head that was saying, like, what are you doing? Like, you don't even believe this. Like, real rap. Wow. And I was ready to shut down there because there was like an interference wow. between what I was starting to do spiritually that I didn't have a grid for and what my mind was like just saying, oh, what are you doing? Like, wow. you, you coming off the grid. Yeah. And something was compelling me to sing louder. Wow. And really, to be honest, it was it was a deep place of desperation. It was mm. like a place of I believed but I didn't at the same time, mm -hmm. but I wanted it to be true. I wanted, right. I needed it to be true. I That's needed right. to know if it was true. That's right. So I knew at that point, like from my sports background, if I'm going to see if anything is true, I got to give it 110. Like That's I right. got to, I got to press past this mental block that says when you're running a mile and you at the, you at the finish line, something says, give up. That's right. You can't do it. That's right. And you press through that. And so for me in that moment, I was like, all right, I'm going to sing louder. Mm. I started singing louder. Wow. And I'm more aware of how what was going on now, you know, it's in hindsight. But in that moment, you just think I'm just thinking I'm out of my mind. Wow. But I'm still singing. Right. The another thought came up like you you smoking weed. You doing all this. Like I'm literally feeling these the shame and these thoughts in my mind. Wow. And something's like sing louder. Wow. I start singing louder. I go through like seven layers of these different thoughts of feeling self, shame, guilt, like I'm not worthy. Wow. And in my heart, I'm just like, yo, God, if this is really what it is, like, and I sung myself into a place, literally, I sung myself out of my mind. Wow. I sung myself out of my mind. And now, 10 years later, understanding worship, mm. understanding warfare. Yeah. It's like an understanding what it means to really believe That's right. beyond what you see. That's right. Beyond what you feel. That's right. Beyond what you know, beyond what you understand. That's right. The power of belief. Wow. And in that moment, I sung myself literally out of my mind. And when I sung myself literally out of my mind, I had no more thoughts that were, that it was like there was no more thoughts or no more lies or no more shame or no more guilt. Or, it was nothing about me anymore that was basically consuming my mind. Wow. And literally in that moment, I felt in a peace that I had never felt before. Wow. A peace that... It was peace beyond my understanding. Mm. And I had never felt that. The interesting thing was, in that moment, I had 105 temperature the whole time this was going on. Wow. In that moment, when I felt that peace, God didn't take the fever away. Mm. The peace was just greater. That's right. And I always marveled at that. Like, wow. literally, he didn't change the situation. He wow. just gave me a peace that was greater. Wow. So I'm sitting in this moment, it's like one hand I can feel the fever, and the other hand I'm feeling this tangible peace. Like, what is this? It was consuming the fever. Wow. wow. I couldn't, I, it was like, and I and that's important because the, the, the long story short is after that encounter in my room, I went to sleep like a baby that night. I woke up, I went to the hospital. Mm. When I got into the hospital, I just knew something had changed. Like wow. I was convinced because of that experience. Wow. 
And I think a lot of people get it convinced through an experience, but then when there's not the validation of that experience, mm. then people question that belief again. That's right. And so for me, what happened was I had that experience. I go into the doctors and they say, man, you're still sick. Mm. Like your test results are still the same. So what happened for me was because it was such a real moment, mm. I just started talking to God like for real, for real. Like I didn't just shut it down. I was just like, yo, God, what's up? Yeah. I had no framework how to talk to God. I'm just like, yo, how does this work? Like, I know this is real. I know yeah. I encountered you. Why is this not adding up? Yeah. So for the next two days, I spent my I spent like myself like frustrated. Mm. But I was still in communication. Mm. This is key. Mm. This journey of spirituality mm. is challenging because it's so easy for us to form opinions about things that don't happen the way we want them to happen. That's good. And we judge things before the appointed time. Mm. And the reason why it's important to understand that is because we understand, like, if you go to work today yeah, and they don't give you a paycheck today, mm. you understand, mm. like, the way the system works, you're going to get it in two weeks. That's right. It ain't going to always come, like, maybe one job paid you in one week, but this job's going to be two. You understand that about processes and mm. about ways. Mm. Well, in the spirit... If there's there's laws and there's ways and there are processes that are different than the way we understand. Wow. And so for me, out of that experience, mm. on the third day, the most powerful thing that happened for me was I kept talking to God. I remember on the third day, I was like discouraged. I was disappointed. Mm. I like had this experience, but then I didn't know if it was real or not. Mm. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah. And I didn't have a grid. I didn't have an understanding. Mm. So I'm sitting on my bed and all of a sudden I'm sitting on my bed. And literally, I have like a vision mm. just come on me. And it was like one of those moments that people talk about where it's like the end of their life. They see flashes of light mm. and they see all these different pictures of stuff. Mm. I seen a flash of my life in this vision. Wow. And I see my past. Mm. And when I see my past, I seen all the times where I wasn't in relationship with God at all. Wasn't wow. thinking about God, was doing my own thing. Wow. But I would get into situations, wow. like situations where I could have hurt somebody, could have killed somebody, somebody could have killed me. I could have been in jail. And every time mm. I was like, something just would come in me like, yo, God, if you get me out of this, I'd never do it again. <laughs> I'm talking about times I would be high as a kite, like like somebody must have laced the, the weed, bro, or something. Yeah. My mind was going. I was like, yo, God, if you get me out of this, I'd never smoke again. Wow. And he showed me all these different moments. And the crazy thing was I went back and did it again. Wow. But it was in those moments that he showed me like, number one, you said that to me and I responded. I got you out of those moments. Mm. And... I knew that you wasn't going to do what you said. Wow. But I was showing you my faithful love even then. Wow. Like I was showing you who I was even then. Mm. Like, and you, but you never did your part. Wow. So he showed me that. Then he showed me my present. Mm. And in my present, I seen three paths. Mm. One path was like this path of evil, of like stuff I just knew I wasn't supposed to be doing. Mm. It's innately. You just know, like, without even being taught. Then there was this other path that was like a good path wow on this good path i seen stuff that i would do like i was going to graduate college have a marketing degree a bit it was just good stuff it was like a good life but it was like didn't feel full yeah it didn't right and it was like cool stuff but that was it then i seen this third path and mm. it literally was like an unknown path that's what it seemed wow that's what i seen over it unknown path wow and I see myself doing unknown stuff, stuff that I would have never dreamed. Wow. It was like a, a future version of myself that wow. I didn't even recognize. Wow. It was my spirit's health. Wow. Like I could see it, right? And I see myself 
really doing all the things that I'm doing now. Wow. Just teaching. I was doing all these great things, going to award shows and wow. around all these people. And I see my stuff teaching. Now, all this is happening in like a millisecond. Wow. I'm taking all this in. Mm. And every time I see a version of myself that I don't recognize, mm. my mind starts going to like, I don't know how I'm going to do that. Mm. I don't know how I'm going to learn that. Everything else I could, I could relate to. Mm. But this unknown path. It was me. I was mm. seeing myself doing it, but I didn't recognize. And my mind went to, how am I going to do that? How am I going to learn that? I don't know how I'm going to stop doing it. Like, my mind was just going all over the place. That's right. And I hear God say this to me. He says, will you trust me with your life? Mm. And when he said that to me, my mind was still spinning. Like, like I see this, but God, I don't know how I'm going to stop selling drugs and make money and do this. I don't <laughs> know how I'm going to learn how to learn scriptures and teach people. I don't wow. Like, my mind was just going crazy. And wow. for every question I had, wow. he said, will you trust me with your life? That's right. And it boiled down to this one moment. Wow. And the reason why I think that's important for this is because... yeah. Everything in life is a faith journey. Mm. A new job is a faith journey. Mm. A new relationship is a faith journey. Mm. We take those moments of faith in everything that we do, whether mm. we realize it or not. Mm. Uh, I think some of them are just a lot more unconscious because we have context for those things. Mm -hmm. It's normal. Mm. But what I realized was God had to create a new context for me to understand spiritual things. Mm. And he, my old understanding was completely opposite to what the new context he was trying to create. No, this is this is good. I, I feel like I'm going to give just kind of little comment, you know, commentary to some of the the nuggets that I'm hearing because, you know, really at the end of the day, I think one of the major goals of, you know, even unpacking spiritual intelligence is. I want to make spiritual things very real to people yeah. because I feel like it's just very real for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. I don't have like a spiritual side and like a non-spiritual yeah. side. Like, you know, my wife will tell you like who, who you see me like out there yeah. is who I am all day, yeah. every day. And for me, it's like, I don't pray because I feel like it's like a spiritual discipline. Yeah. I mean, although it is, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't pray because I'm trying to like check it off my box. Yeah. I'm praying because I actually want to get closer to the divine. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to get closer yeah, yeah. to him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so I just feel like so much of what you're saying is, is really good, man, because, you know, it, it's just a different paradigm of looking at things, yeah. right? Like I feel like, I feel like there's probably, you know, a, a certain segment um, who's probably listened to this, who's like, you know, I have been to church my whole mm -hmm. life, but like now there's a greater curiosity for like yeah. spiritual things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I just feel like, you know, the last thing you said was really, was really key because it takes a different paradigm. Yeah. Right. Like spiritual things sound weird to, let's just say non-spiritual people yeah. because it's outside of their paradigm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's the same thing, like the analogy that I like to give is like if you put an American and an Australian to each other mm -hmm. and then they're talking back and forth and they, the American looks at the Australian and says, mm -hmm. oh, you got a funny accent. Yeah. But then the Australian is looking exactly. at the American and saying, you got the accent. Exactly. And it's like the it's it sounds weird or it sounds like an accent yeah. because it's outside of our paradigm. Exactly. But then if it's in our paradigm. Yeah then it starts becoming real. Exactly. So would you, what would you want to say to anything about that? I think like, think about that in relation to children as well. Yeah. Children come into this world without a paradigm for language, mm. or for understanding anything. Mm. Mm. So they, the kid wakes up, you know, points, 
points to an apple. Yeah. He doesn't know what it is, right? Mm. So a person that does know what it is, it says, that's an apple. Mm. And the kid that doesn't have a paradigm mm. begins to create context and language mm. and definition for that which he didn't understand at first. Mm. So there are spiritual things that happen in our lives all the time mm. that we don't have an understanding for. And if you're listening to this podcast, mm. this is probably part of a sequence of divine spiritual things that have led you here. Wow. That you couldn't put a finger on mm. and you don't know why you may clicked on this video, mm. how you heard about this. Mm. But spiritual things are constantly engaging us just like natural things are engaging us. That's right. We just don't have a paradigm on how to re-engage That's good. and respond. So spiritual intelligence is really giving you education and information mm. to help you define what that is, mm. what those moments are. The Bible is really a spiritual intelligence book. Wow. Jesus said, the words I speak are spirit and they are life. Mm. So, so many times when I'm trying to discern situations in my life, mm. I don't know what's going on yeah. and I'm trying to understand it from my natural mind. Yeah. I don't have the words maybe to articulate that. Mm. I can open up a book that speaks spiritual language. Yes. And literally I can read something and it hits. It just resonates. It's wow. like people that sit, go to church. Yeah. A man that's on a pulpit that doesn't know you. Yeah. And starts speaking and you like, man, I feel like he's speaking directly to me. Mm. That's spiritual intelligence. That's good. That's God giving you definition and an ability to articulate mm. what was in your spirit, mm. just like a baby. Mm. A baby is like, I, 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 I know I want this, but yeah. I don't know how to articulate it. Wow. So we give them language. Wow. The Bible gives us language. Wow. To what's in our spirit. Wow. This podcast is giving us language. Wow. To what we may not can articulate that's in our spirit that's trying to come out. Wow. This is good. For the sake of time, I'm going to shift gears a little bit because I, you know, you and yeah, I, bro, yeah. we can we can ride this train all night, bro. But um, I really felt like, well, OK, I, I, I'll say a little bit and you can fill in the blanks. But I know Brandon, he's never one to like he doesn't like talking about himself. So I'll just yeah. share a little bit about Brandon. But like, you know. Brandon has been involved in the music industry for a while now. I mean, I, 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 how many years would you say? I mean, off and on about maybe about 10, close to 10. Close to 10 years. Yeah. Okay. So he's been involved in the music industry. Uh, obviously, this isn't public information, but he was rolling with Justin for a little bit. Justin mm -hmm. Bieber in the beginning of Justin's career. Um, and I don't know if we could do another podcast about that. But anyways... But all that to say is, you know, Brandon, in the natural sense, right? Brandon has has been in that arena. He's been in that world. But, you know, I love what Brandon says is he's like, you know, beyond all that, I'm not a rapper. I'm not any of these things. First and foremost, like I'm just a child. I'm a child of God that that's just on this journey. I'm yeah. just letting God take me where he wants to take me. Um, but I do feel like because of that, though, Brandon does have a real unique um, vantage point, I think, of what's happening in the culture, but also because he's a man who's connected to the Lord and who's connected to really the throne. I feel like he's also seeing what, what's happening in culture, uh, in society in a very unique way. I set all of that up because obviously this podcast is a little timely because Kanye dropped Jesus is King, um, dropped the album uh, about, I don't even know, a few days ago. Uh, that's been getting, that's been going viral, has tons of publicity attention. 
And, you know, real talk, right? Real talk, like artistically, it's not the best stuff Kanye's created, not even close to it. Yeah. But yet it's sending a reverberation yeah. through the airwaves for a reason. Yeah. And I, and you know, one of the things that inspired me even hitting up Brandon was I said, bro, I just want to hear your thoughts, man. Like just mm -hmm. share what's on your heart. What do you feel is kind of, what are the bigger picture elements? What's happening right mm -hmm. now? Yeah. 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 Um, man, just for one, I think I, when you first told me that I had so many mixed feelings because yeah. I want to address this from a spiritual side and a personal side. And I yes. think it's important to address it. That's good. For all of our journeys. Yes. Because yes. we're talking about spiritual intelligence and how to um, recognize what God is doing in our lives and yeah. how to respond according to that. Yeah. Which gives us understanding about things like this Kanye West situation. Yes. It gives us an understanding. After that encounter I had, mm. um, I was like, God, I want to know you more. Mm. Well, out of that, the first thing God began to show me was like, I've given you these gifts, mm. but you have a choice in what you want to use it for. Mm. You can use it for me, wow. you can use it for yourself, or you can use it for the world. Wow. Well, without knowing that there was another option, I, this all you know is do music and do it for, you know what I'm saying, yourself. Do yeah. it for whatever whatever is making you feel, whatever right. type of way. Right. So out of that, I was like, Wow. I can do this for God. You know what I'm saying? And wow. for me, I didn't even know what that meant. I just knew I was having these experiences. So like, okay, people need to hear about these experiences. Wow. And I just got healed. So like in me, I'm just like, yo, God is real. I could have made a whole album that just said God is real. <laughs> God is real. Like, come on. God is real. God is real. God is real. Because like you take a part of yourself that's been caged and locked up. Mm. A person that's been doing 50 years in jail mm. and you get free. And then a person asked them, they said, how does it feel to be free? They don't even got words, bro. That's right. It's just like, man, I'm just thankful. Like, you just, you know what I'm saying? You don't know nothing else. So for me, mm. that was like an awakening for me. So fast forward, mm. as I'm starting to figure out how to do this music, like do this for God, like, because I want to see this type of awakening happening for other people. Wow. I was led to Atlanta. Wow. I had some friends here that were doing music. While they were doing music, I was like connecting with them. Like, I didn't know, you know, in this Christian sector, we got these boxes that says, don't do this and don't do that. I yeah, didn't have yeah. a paradigm for that. Wow. So all I knew was like, I experienced something authentic. So I'm approaching music like I approached music when I was writing about chicks and I was That's writing right. about drugs. I'm coming from a real authentic place. That's right. Trying to figure out how to articulate what's in my spirit. Mm. Out of that place, mm. as I was building my relationship with God, mm. he was help giving me language mm. to create that. And it was a hard season, man. Mm. But out of that place, my awareness grew from like me just doing music to just yeah. thinking about like, wow, man, like God, I didn't even realize when I was doing secular music, wow. how many people I was influencing. Wow. Just thinking about myself, not thinking about nothing else, not even knowing the power of words, mm. not, not even knowing the power of the influence I had, not even knowing I had influence. Just wow. thinking people was just vibing with me because they vibing with me, not knowing that God was like, no, man, like I got a calling for your life, right? Mm. Mm. So- when I got into the industry before mm. it, what was so what was so profound was this. In that season, out mm. of that awareness, I just felt the need to pray for those people that were in that position. Wow. Having that same influence on other people. Wow. Because I realized they didn't know like I didn't know. Mm. They were taught by culture like I was taught by culture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so I was just beginning to pray. I don't, as I was getting understanding, mm. 
I wasn't just praying to articulate that through my music. I was praying like, yo, God, in some way, if you could touch me like you touched them mm. through a prayer, I'm praying. And literally in that season, man, literally uh, God called me off my job to just do that for like a living. Wow. Just pray. Wow. I was praying for them. Now, I say all that to say I'm praying for Jay-Z. I'm, pray- I'm praying for that whole industry. Mm. And out of that season, I had dreams to do music, but I felt like. This is the big thing about understanding spiritual things. Like naturally, it made sense. Like I need to grind, I need to get this thing out. Mm. But I literally was responding daily to any time I felt the spirit of God draw me to something, whether wow. it was to a church or to a relationship or talking some stuff I wouldn't normally do. I was a chill, laid back dude. But if I felt like I was supposed to respond yeah. to somebody, or t- I would. And so wow. in that, I felt this response to come off my job wow. and start praying for the arts and entertainment. As I'm doing all that. That's taking most of my time up. And out of that place, music kind of became like the second priority. Wow. What I wanted to do became second. And then out of that season, I met Justin Bieber. Wow. Before he was Justin. That's right. So I went from praying about this arts and entertainment industry to literally strategically, divinely being connected with this young man. This is crazy. That is about to be a pop star. He wasn't a pop star then. Mm-mm. And what happened was in that time... While I was getting this understanding and getting this new heart about who I was and why I had these gifts, mm. I started recognizing I wasn't in people's lives to influence them the wrong way. I was in there to encourage them and like speak hope into their lives and help them discover who they were. Mm. So I met Justin because out of that spiritual place, there were kids that I was getting connected to just randomly and like, yo, can I help you? And he just happened to be one of the kids. Wow. So then he blew up. Wow. When he blew up, that's what pushed me into where I was actually torn on the road with him. Wow. But all of this for me, the reason why it's personal and, and, it's, and it's like corporate is a spiritual element is because mm. being led by that spirit, mm. the spirit of God. That's right. Is what put me in the position to see my dreams, which is being in that industry. Wow. Now, when I got into that industry, all that spiritual intelligence I was learning, mm. it made so much sense now why I was there. Wow. And... I was able to be a lot more spiritually aware of what was going on in that industry. Wow. The first thing that I seen that was going on in that industry was like, man, mm. these guys is just like me. Wow. The, the light just clicked on for me. Wow. My college professor said to me when I when I woke up, she, I was like, man, I'm so sorry. I didn't breeze through college. I ain't read a book or nothing. She said, Brandon, all that matters is that the light clicked on. Wow. And so I realized like they light ain't click on yet. Wow. Like if somebody would have had a camera on me when I was 16, 17, 18, I would have been, if if you had your light on and my yeah. light was off, you would have been looking at me like, mm. yo, this dude is a devil worshiper uh, <laughs> and all of that. Like, yeah. because I was, I didn't know, you know mm. what I'm saying, anything and I was being used. Mm. And so when I got there, I realized like, wow, all this understanding God was giving me about my purpose and my identity, mm. even though their light not, not be clicked on, they have the same purpose and identity too. Wow. And so that like broke just my heart to see. And then I started connecting with these different artists and just realizing like, wow, yo, we got one thing in common. We all come out of fatherless situations. Wow. And when you come out of a fatherless situation, yeah. it breeds pride. It breeds rebellion. Wow. And so kind of like fast forward to Kanye. No, you're good, bro. It's I think, good. I think a lot of religion and what I learned through religion was about 
these spirits of pride and rebellion. How do I identify when you see something on somebody, you feel like they just got like an air about themselves. How to recognize that that's not a person, that's a spirit Mm. behind that person. Mm. But there are things in that person that may be given access to those spirits. That's right. Wounds, hurts. I didn't have a father in my life. I was so angry all the time. Mm. Somebody tried to tell me something. It always triggered me back to like, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my dad. Yeah. It always that would always come up. It would root pride and we it would root rebellion. Wow. And that ruled my life for so much of my life. Mm. And not only that, when I was doing secular music, I was talking about murder. I didn't even know just that anger that was inside of me. Mm. Like that's just what come out, mm. you know. And because of I didn't want to listen to nobody, I just did what I wanted to do. Mm. And there's a whole group of people that's like, yo, let's do this. Yeah. And so. I felt like when I got into the industry, me seeing that was very important. Mm. Um, and I got to really separate the individual mm. from how the different spirits may have been trying to use them like they were using me, mm. but how the spirit of God would want to use them as well. Wow. So that became a hope in my heart to pray for that. So yeah. 10 years ago, I was in the industry praying for this on tour with Justin, meeting these guys, wow. praying for them. Wow. In secret, praying and praying and praying, praying for Justin. And so, you know, like in the last couple of years, you've seen like this massive shift for Justin. Yeah. And there's been a thousands of people, millions of people praying for him, millions of people feeling the spiritual thing. That's right. To pray for this and not knowing why. Wow. But God was up to something. Wow. And so fast forward, I think the same thing with Kanye. Wow. When you look at the history of Kanye. Wow. Kanye comes out of. A, 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 almost like a single failing home type yeah. situation where that's, his father was in and out and not present. That's right. So you see some of these same characteristics. Wow. But one of the things that God revealed to me um, to help me get an understanding on what was going on with Kanye was mm. earlier, I think it was early this year, maybe the beginning of last year. Mm. I really felt like God began to show me that Kanye was going to have a Nebuchadnezzar moment. Wow. So, yeah, I felt like God was showing me Nebuchadnezzar okay. and giving me some spiritual understanding mm. and context to what was happening with Kanye. Mm. When you read the story of uh, of Daniel, yeah. I think it's around chapter four. Yeah. Uh, previous to that chapter, God gives Nebuchadnezzar a series of dreams. Mm. And Nebuchadnezzar has these awake. He has one awakening moment. And then he has another dream. And Daniel interprets the dream and he tells him like, because of all your fame and all this type stuff, mm. now I'm gonna give you all the hood paraphrasing version. It's gonna go to your head, yeah. you know, and God's gonna humble you. Yeah. So he he gives them the interpretation of that dream, and it was like, okay, some time went by. Nebuchadnezzar was the king. He had everything, man. He was one of the the, the he had the, one of the greatest empires yeah. of history, the Babylonian Empire. Yeah. So he gets to a point in his life where he's like conquered so much. And the funny thing is, Jeremiah says in the Bible that Nebuchadnezzar was a servant of God, Mm. which is very important to understand because some of us don't realize that even though God may have a calling on our lives and anointing on our lives, Mm. it can be used the wrong way. Wow. So Nebuchadnezzar, God identified him as a servant. Wow. And God was using him to even judge his people. Mm. When the children of Israel, literally Daniel was only there because the children of Israel were in captivity to the Babylonian Empire. Mm. But the reason why they were in captivity is huge. Mm. The children of Israel always went into captivity when they begin to idolize Mm. 
something other than God. Wow. But what was specific about that was whatever God they idolized, mm. God would bring that nation that's right. that worshiped that God that's right. and brought them into captivity that's to that. Right. And that's what God does in our personal lives. Whatever it is that we want more than him, mm. sometimes he gives it to us. And mm. it actually, we realize that ain't what we wanted in the first place. Nope. So Nebuchadnezzar in this moment, he has everything that he could have ever wanted or dreamed of. Mm. And in this moment, he gets up there and he he says, I did this like mm. myself. Mm. And in that moment, the dream that he had, that Daniel interpreted, was immediately activated. Mm. And it said that God humbled him mm. and really turned him into a beast. He took his mind from him. That's right. So when God was showing me this, he was like categorizing what was been going on with Kanye. Wow. Especially in the last, was it 2017, 2018, That's where right. people were like, he's going out of his mind. He That's turned right. into a beast. And rapper turned, we like, yo, he's in beast mode. Yep. This is what the language that was being seen. That's right. And now fast forward saying, he's saying that himself, like, yo, I lost my mind. I was wow. insane. I was bipolar. Wow. But in the Nebuchadnezzar story, if you would look at Nebuchadnezzar, people were saying the same thing, but God was activating this. It was God's wow. doing of this. Wow. And God humbled him. Wow. Turned him into a beast. Mm. He went through that season. He had to go through that season for seven years. Mm. But what happened was it said that after that time, mm. God brought him back. Into his mind. Into his right mind. That's right. And it said out of that place, mm. he started declaring God's praises. Mm. He started declaring God's glory. Wow. The powerful thing about this is that you had Daniel, Meshach, and Abednego, and Shadrach praying mm. the whole time. That's right. They're praying according to what the spirit of God was revealing to them mm. about what was coming. Mm. And for us, I think even as those of us who believe Jesus and have been praying, I think that represent this is a part of that. Even I, I know I have a little part in that, but I think so many of us yeah. who have been praying yeah. for God to change this world, for God to bring revival in this world, for wow. God to awaken yeah. his sons and daughters that have been lost for whatever reason that wow. may be, wow. that this moment is a is like a it's like a catch twenty two. It's like a it's a moment where We've prayed for something, but it's mm. happening in a way that we don't think. We didn't think it was going to happen. <laughs> but what's even the reason why I think the biblical context is, is powerful because yeah. Nebuchadnezzar was a part of one of the wickedest empires right. ever. He was a wicked king. He was That's building right. statues. He would have I mean, been someone that people thought God never, ain't never going to happen. Never, 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 never. And it's funny because you listen to Kanye's interviews. He's like, man, they had me chasing a gold statue. Mm. Listen, wow. like, like, listen, this is spiritual stuff. Wow. Like Babylonians, God is the, is the Baal God. That's right. Well, really Baal, anytime you see Baal in the, the Bible, that spirit, that God mm. is really all about you promoting yourself. That's right. It's all about self. Wow. So as long as you're in yourself, it can promote its agenda through you. Wow. So Nebuchadnezzar fell under that, but God showed that he is over all of that. Wow. God can humble whoever he chooses to humble. Wow. And that's what was in Nebuchadnezzar's passage is that he's beginning to say God's kingdom is above every kingdom. His dominion is above every dominion. Now, what's he never had language for this. Nobody mm. taught him this. Nobody came to him. This is something that was innate in his spirit that's right. that God unlocked to that's begin right. to give him language, wow. just like God gave me language. Wow. To begin to declare God's praises and his glory. Mm. 
That's what they mean when they say, like, the old saints to say, God brought me into my right mind. That's like, right. my right mind is knowing, like, I was made for him. He was made for me. And on. the fact that he began to declare that, mm. and then also from the awareness that, man, I was in pride, but God is able to humble anyone. Mm. He, does, he does what he pleases. That's right. He does what he wants. Wow. And I think so much of this, man, like, made so much sense to me when God was giving me the context earlier this year. Mm. I think there's been this period of time where people have been like discerning, like, is this real? What is this right, about? Right, right, right. The promotion of it. But I think the benefit of being in tune with spiritual things. Come on. The benefit with being in tune with spiritual things is that you understand even when somebody's in a process, mm. you understand process. That's right. You understand. It's just like natural things. You are, we Naturally, a person can start a business today. And it's like they know the first three years of that business. That's right. It's going to fail. You're going to be in the red. But in this process, you know what I'm saying? God revealed something. And I got to like just watch some of the progression of this process Mm. to get to this point where Jesus is king. Yeah. And I'm like, people are like, yo, is this for real? But I just keep thinking about what God was revealing to me that overnight. Wow. How he changed. That man was insane. And Kanye saying it all throughout his interviews. Yo, I was, I lost my mind. I have my mind. Keep saying about his mind. Wow. God giving him a sound mind. Wow. And in that sound mind, you know it's a sound mind because he's praising God with it. Wow. It's not perfect, but he's praising God with it, man. Wow. And out of those places, there was reformation that came out of that. Mm. I think this is important for the church to understand where we are because we've been thinking that what God has been saying to us, we're going to do it. Mm. But in Habakkuk, he told Habakkuk, he said, he said, Habakkuk, if I told you what I was going to do, you, you wouldn't even believe, believe me. It. So this is what he said. Mm. He said, I'm going to take a ruthless people. So he told, I'm going to take a ruthless people mm. and accomplish what I want to do. This is good. Because of their unbelief, mm. God said, I'm going to do it a whole different way. I'm going to confound you. Mm. But he told Habakkuk to write the vision. Mm. Meaning that what you're seeing is correct. What you're seeing is correct. But the way you're seeing it. This, this is so good. I, I think this is so good, bro, because, I mean, this, this conversation alone, I feel like there's so many ways to unpack it. I mean, the fact that we are living in the midst of a reformation, yeah. right? We're, we're literally in the midst of what I would say is God is restoring the definition of, of Christianity in a generation. Yeah. Like, I just feel like it's happening yeah. wholesale, right? Yeah. Um, but I feel like what you're saying is so key because oftentimes... Um, even those of us who are spiritual, it's like we can see the things that God wants to do. We yeah. know God wants to heal the yeah. world. We know God wants to bring yeah. revival in. Yeah. We know that God wants to change things. Yeah. But I love what you're saying because the way that he's going to do yeah. it, it may blow our minds. Yeah. It actually may be completely outside yeah. of our minds. Well, I think that's the biggest thing with Christianity and why we have religion is because we've understood God's will. We have the book. Wow. But... There's a difference between God's will and his way. That's right. So what we've done is because we've got God's will mm. and we really haven't chose to believe him for who he is. Yeah. We've done things our way. Wow. So when you do God's will your way, at the best you can get your kingdom. <laughs> but in order to get his kingdom, we have to learn to do his will his way. Wow. But learning to do his will his way is going to challenge us to grow in spiritual things. It makes us surrender. It makes us surrender, man. It like makes us believe. It wow. forces us to deal with all those things of fears and inferior things of like, wow. oh, God, we can do it this way. But, hey, go stand over here and, and wait right here until I tell wow. you. Like, 
go talk to this person right here. Go pray wow. for this person. Like, wow. it forces you to step out of your comfort zone. Wow. And what I find is that in prayer, I found that what you pray in prayer, mm. what you birth in prayer mm. actually births you. Mm. So what that tells me is that we've been praying for something, but mm. at the same time, God's been using what we've been praying for to stretch us. Wow. And I think one of the words that I've been getting, it's not just revival that's coming. Mm. It's revolution. Mm. Moses was a deliverer. Mm. Moses, the God used Moses to deliver the people out of captivity in Egypt. Wow. And take them into the promised land. Mm. But the, the issue was Moses delivered them from one place to another place, but their mindsets never changed. Mm. A revolution is mm. all about changing the way we think. Wow. Changing the way specifically wow. we think. Wow. So the purpose of them being in the wilderness during that time mm. was for God to expose unbelief in them. Wow. Because their unbelief that they had was that they were thinking according to the world's way mm. on how God was going to bring the promise to pass. Wow. And that wasn't the way God was going to do it. Mm. So God was trying to expose their unbelief. Mm. And this really goes back to the, the Garden of Eden. It goes back to Abraham. It goes back to what he said when he says, I want to have a people. I will be their God and they will be my people. Mm. And in that, what I realized that God was really saying in that was, I'm going to make you guys set apart to mm. know me. Mm. Going back to just know me. Mm. And out of that place... Abraham, God would come and reveal his names to Abraham. Mm. I, that was how God, like same thing with me. Mm. God responded to me and I had a chance to respond back. Mm. I didn't have a context for God healing me, mm. but it was in God revealing himself, giving me some sense of what to connect to. Mm. And then that little bit of faith to, to connect to it. Mm. Abraham did that. that. That began to build his process of knowing God. But what God showed me, it wasn't just that. That's how God Abraham got to know God. That was the mechanism in which God was making himself known, mm. Mm. not just to Abraham, but making his ways known through Abraham. Mm. So when we read those stories about Abraham's journey, mm. because there was one man willing to trust God and believe God mm. and step out of the conformity of the world, we're getting revelation of God's ways and understanding through wow. his story. Wow. And what God was showing me was that every time he revealed his name, mm. He was making himself known. Now, the reason why this is important is because this is how God was going to disciple nations. Mm, mm. This is how God wanted to reform. Mm. God was saying to Abraham, he said, Abraham, through you, I'm going to provoke the nations to jealousy mm. because they're going to see what I'm doing. Mm. And they're going to say, how did you do that? How did that happen? Mm. And in Isaiah 2, it says, in the last days, God will establish the mountain of the Lord mm. on the tops of the mountains and the nations will stream up to it and say, teach us the ways of your God. So in the Old Testament, you see Abraham's got so much favor with God. He's doing it God's way. Mm. And the nations are coming and recognizing they, they don't even they don't even know mm. his God. But the tangible presence and glory of God is on. They said, we know he's the God of heaven, like Abraham's God. Mm. They want to build favor with him. They want to connect with him mm. because of the way God was moving in his life. Mm. And what God is beginning to show me is that we're moving into a whole new dispensation. Mm. But the dispensation that we're moving into is new, but it's a really a return back to the old mm. original intent of God. Mm. And what God showed me was that Abraham was one of the ones that possessed most of the names of God that mm. we have today. Wow. 
but it was because of his personal relationship That's and right. belief in God That's right. that God kept encountering Abraham. That's right. Abraham kept knowing God and God kept making himself known. And wow. God said, Brandon, this was the original way on how I wanted my nation to be set apart and operate. Wow. But what happened was after Abraham passed, yeah. the children of Israel inherited the names. Wow. They, all they, they inherited the names that God revealed to him. Mm. And they were just being faithful with those names. Wow. But then it came a point when God wanted to reveal his new name. That's right. And he revealed himself as king. Mm. This is all connected with Kanye. Mm. He revealed himself to king to Israel. Mm. Well, Israel had a context, mm. a natural context of kings because they had seen him. Mm. And so when God revealed himself to king, they didn't have a paradigm for that. Mm. When the church doesn't have a paradigm for something, mm. We've not, we just haven't believed. That's right. We haven't known how to engage what mm. we don't have a paradigm for. Come on, so because they didn't know how to engage it, they mm. said, we don't want God as our king. Mm. Give us what we know. Mm. Give us what we understand. Mm. And God told Samuel, give them that. Mm. God told me last year, he said, Brandon, I'm restoring that invitation back. I'm, I'm coming back again in that nation as king. Wow. He said, but the issue is, if you don't know me as Lord, you won't choose me as king. Mm. Mm. And so what God was showing me is like, God, God has been trying to reveal himself mm. to his people for years, man. Mm. But only people that really saw him for who he is, mm. he's revealed that to. Prime example, David. Mm. David was a man after God's own heart. Mm. So David's, the book of Psalms is full of testimonies of God making his names known to David. David mm. knew the Lord as his shepherd, as his defender, mm. as all of these things. And you see God fighting for David. Mm. You see literally God's person coming down and making his ways known. Wow. This is the glory that we got to look forward to in this generation right mm, now. Mm. So in that way, you almost feel like God is almost using Kanye as a prophet. Yes. Like he's he's a modern day prophetic voice. And that might even you know offend some people. But the reality is, is God's using this dude as a mm. megaphone right yeah. now. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. And think about it like this, too. When I was with Justin. Mm. I, I represent the body of Christ. I'm mm. not here speaking against the body of Christ. Everything I'm saying, it yeah. applies to me. Yeah. And I, I repent when God shows me the same thing in yeah. me. So when I got on the road with Justin, mm. I got there by Lord by the Lord telling me, don't try to pursue your music to get to this dream. Mm. He said, Matthew 6.33, seek first my kingdom and my righteousness. Wow. And all this other stuff will be added to you. Stuff I show you, it will be added. Mm. Delight yourself in me, I'll give it. Mm. So through that, now I'm in the industry. Mm. With the first day I was in the industry, mm. that's how great God is. The first day I, I went to, on the road with Justin was 2010 at the Grammys. Mm. So God literally put me on the road the first day mm. and I was praying for all these people. Mm. He gathered all these people on the first day wow. at the Grammys. Wow. And I get, and I'm just like, wow. Wow. All the people I was praying for, I'm right here. Mm. So, now, for me, I'm thinking like, okay, all these people right here, like, God, what you want me to do? Like, mm. preach to them, give them the gospel. Mm. I got invited to an after party after the Grammys. Mm. And it was all these people, Jay, all these different like mm. people I looked up to and back mm. in the day and people that I was praying for. They all in this room. While I'm in this room, I'm going back and forth to the bathroom because I'm saying like, God, what do you want me to do? Like, what do you mm. want me to say? Right. Mm. Out of that place, Andrew. Mm. It's, it's a long story, strong story, man. That night was was powerful, man. The people I got to meet and sit down and talk with. But in that place, 
Number one, God showed me two things that I think are important. I don't want to leave out these nuggets, yeah, man, yeah, because yeah. that You're experience, good. there's so much gold that mm. I feel like I need to share to the body mm. and to anybody listening. I don't. I had zeal, mm. but I knew in my zeal that I wasn't trying to get to get people saved. Mm. I knew at that point that I had to be led by the Spirit of God. Mm. I knew my zeal wasn't always God's righteousness. Wow. So I was feeling a zeal, but I kept praying like God and I'm engaging people, just showing them love. Just I've, I've learned that love tills the soils of people's hearts. So when the spirit does speak, mm. as opposed to you speaking religiously out of zeal because you want something for them so bad mm. and you're missing the moment of what God is trying to create. So that moment is really an encounter for them. Mm. So in that place, literally, I'm sitting talking to this guy that is a famous guy mm. that I didn't even know of. We're watching the replay of the Grammys. And I literally have a vision in that moment. Mm. And I have this vision and God shows me in my heart. Mm. And he takes like a like a like a microscope and he zooms up on this part of my heart. Mm. And all in my heart it was like, he showed me, like, you want me, you're for me, but this little part of your heart right here is like a little hole the size of a pinhole. Mm. He says, this part of your heart still wants something they have, mm. like a little bit of the fame, a little bit of the influence, a little bit of this. And he says, Brandon, they have all of that, mm. but you don't value what you have enough yet. Mm. Like they have all of that. Matter of fact, I, I skipped the part. He said, they have all of that, but they want what you have. Mm. Mm. He said, but they want what you have. And he says, you don't value what you have enough yet. Wow. So the reason why this is important because I feel like this is a message for the body. Come on, bro. When I was in that industry, I didn't see a lot of Christians there. It was a huge mission field. Mm. And I was like, God, why not? He said, because a lot of people want what they have. Mm. I can't trust them in this position because they want what they have. They still want a little bit of influence and fame. Wow. And the Bible says God chooses the foolish things of the world mm. to confound the wise. Mm. He chooses the things that are not to nullify the things that are. Mm. God's taking a person that really don't, he even want that. Like when, you, when you've experienced that, that's the benefit and the blessing that Kanye or Justin has right now. That's right. When you've tasted all of that yeah, and you've had it and you've had your share of it, mm. you don't want it anymore. You know what it is. That's right. So you're in a, you're in a perfect position to receive what God has, especially in this season, mm. because we still waver between two opinions. Mm. Between giving our hearts all the way to God, we know the truth. We know mm. his will. We still waver doing things his way mm. because there's this other way. Wow. And it's a Babylonian system that's playing on self. Wow. And so God, I believe, has been exposing that, man, in mm. the last two years. He's been taking us through a process to get self out of the way, mm. that we're not doing things our way, that we're doing things his way. Wow. So when I see what, what Kanye West is, to be honest, I feel like it's a slap in the face to the body. Wow. I feel like it's a slap in the face. Like, yeah. here's a person that had all of that. Mm. And if we would be honest, we could, if you really be honest, we want some of that. Yeah. We want some of that influence of fame, like even if it's some of the good stuff. Yeah. And there's a person that has all of that and is literally unapolog unapologetically like declaring That's right. his faith, not caring what he's going to lose. Boldness. Boldness. Wow. And we, at the same time as Christians, wow. have been trying to conform and compromise our message to reach those people. Wow. Like there's so much God is saying in that. And I really feel like it has to do with unbelief at the core. Wow. It's really an issue of unbelief. We don't believe he's king. We don't believe he's king. Wow. We don't, and that's the thing. God showed me wow. 
He said, Brand, when he put me in the industry with Justin, he said, I got you here and I didn't even have to use your gift. Wow. Like, I'm just trying to show you my ways. Wow. Wow. My ways. Wow. But y'all ain't doing my ways. Y'all still doing the world's ways. Wow. To try to get to that place. And I'm not going to allow that to happen because it really goes against the prophecy of Isaiah 2. Mm. Isaiah 2 says that he's going to establish the mountain of the Lord, the mm. kingdom of God on the tops of the mountains. Mm. And the nations will stream up to it and say, teach us the ways of your God. I think this is really good, man, because I'm going to try to tie a little ribbon here, but definitely I'm going to have Brandon on again, yeah. probably like three it's or four more times. Two, no, man. absolutely. We could be a part three, a yeah. part four, just because there's there's a lot here. And I feel like I want to make sure that we're hitting all of our bases because I feel like there's there's even so many people that I would love to bring back to even let's just let's just start from the beginning. Let's start yeah. from the garden, you know. But anyways, I want to say all this and I want to kind of tie a ribbon on this because, you know, really what I'm taking away, Brandon, just listening to you today, you know, we're boys, we talk yeah. all the time. But what I'm taking away, bro, is like, man, if we would really just trust him wholeheartedly, if we would really just take him at his word, we would see him do the things that he wants to do in our life. And I feel like, you know, for me, the, the golden nugget of this whole conversation was we may know the will of God, but we don't really know his ways. Yeah. And I feel like this has got to be another thing that we are um, unpacking in spiritual intelligence, right? It's yeah. like, it's one thing to know the divine. It's yeah. one thing to know the creator, yeah. but it's another thing to know his laws and the ways in which he works yeah. in our life. Yeah. Um, I think that this is gold, man. I love what you were saying about Kanye. Um let me. I want to. I want to share a couple of things too. I feel like the the power of talking about all of this is. I feel like having spiritual intelligence gives you a different perspective. Yeah, that's what keeps coming back to me. Yeah, is I feel like the world is constantly pumping out narratives twenty four seven. There's always a narrative. There's always exactly. a. Let me tell you what the story is. Exactly. But if we're truly spiritually in, in, uh, spiritually intelligent meaning that we're really in connection with the divine, mm -hmm. we're connecting with God, mm -hmm. then we're, we're coming with a different perspective. Exactly. We're coming with a real perspective exactly. if, if we're just keeping it honest, yeah. right? Um, and, and, and that's really what this is about is like, God is going to do what God is going to do. Think about how many people would have saw uh, Kanye as Jesus, right? Like six years ago and been like, there's no way, there's no yeah. hope in heaven for this guy, yeah. but to see who he is today. And I feel like it's those of us um, that will cultivate and really pursue wholeheartedly. Like, God, I just don't, I don't want to just know about you, yeah. but I really want to know everything about you. Exactly. Um, that's what this is about. And Hebrews 11, 6 says that. Yeah. It says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's right. But it says, he who comes to God mm. must first believe that he is mm. and that he's a reward of those who diligently seek him. That's right. And that believing that he is, mm. is throughout the whole process. That's right. It's not just like, God, believe that you're able to do this. Mm. We're still missing the opportunities mm. to see God as the need mm. in every single part of the process. Wow. Like as the marketing. Wow. Wow. As the funding. Mm. Like that's why he said he's he's given us a key in that he who comes to God must first believe that he is. That's right. If you don't do that, you're going to exalt the knowledge mm. of this world. Like you literally you come you come in pride mm. because a lot of times when we're coming to God with the what, when, why, where, we're mm. coming out of a context that's been created by the world. Mm. 
We're coming out of a knowledge, the, the narrative that's been created. Mm. We're coming in the, the, the confines of that. That's right. So, and God can work in that. Yeah. But he, he likes to work outside of it. He, he would rather work it his way. Oh, he'd rather do it his way because it's right. about his glory. That's right. God's got a, God, it's not just a miracle that God is just like, boom, it's the ways, his, his ways that he really wants to reveal to us in the season. And I'll just lastly say this. Yeah, yeah. The way part is important because mm. the way mm. is forcing us to grow in spiritual maturity. That's good. That's the biggest thing right now. Wow. We don't. We've despised the Holy Spirit in some of our churches. We've wow. despised spiritual things. Wow. We ain't going to be able to get to the next level despising spiritual things. We're going to have to embrace it and embrace all the fears and insecurities that it, that it brings up wow. with trusting and walking in that way. Wow. Because we're asking questions right now saying, God, we don't know what it looks like. What does it look like? And God ain't given us the what because it excuses the who. Mm. It excuses that. You, it's like a child... Thinking at three years old, like, what is my life going to look like? They got, you can't even understand that yet. You need to just trust the process. Mm. And we need to have an internal lens in this season mm. because there are things that God is allowing to not happen, mm. to challenge us in places, mm. to expose our unbelief, to expose our fears and our insecurities. Mm. And what he's saying is he's doing that to remove the veils. Mm. He's doing that to remove the old paradigms and what we are thinking through mm. consciously and subconsciously. Mm. And we don't even realize how much we come to God in those inferior ways, putting a demand on God. Mm. Like, God, how, when are you going to like, I mean, it is, it is so immature if I had mm. to call it. It's mm. immature. God is having to mature us. Wow. And what he's going to do is use all of this to mature us in the knowledge of him. Mm. That's why it's all about intimacy. Mm. He, he matures us to walk in the spirit through the knowledge of him. Mm. So Paul prays in Ephesians 1 that we would have the spirit of wisdom and revelation, mm. not in our situation, in mm. the knowledge of God. Mm. Because it's as we get that and it gives us, that's what gives us the faith to trust in him. Mm. The more we understand about who he is. Mm. And as we're having that, that place of relationship with him, mm. he's revealing himself and mm. he's illuminating the eyes of our understanding. Mm. To know his ways. Mm. This is good. I'm going to actually have to legitimately stop it here because we're our recordings over. But I think I'm going to have Brandon on again. Um, I really hope that this podcast, at the very least, what it did was pique your curiosity. It piqued something inside of you that's like, man, there's so much more to understand. There's so much more to dig through. And so, Brandon, again, bro. I appreciate you coming through. Yeah, It's always a pleasure. Uh, guys, stay tuned. I'm going to keep cranking it out. I'm going to keep bringing um, just, just content and, and conversation, really, uh, that I feel like is valuable for everyone. So God bless. Brandon, you want to say anything? Man, love. Love <laughs> God, man. All your heart, all your mind, all your soul, because he loves you the same way. Come on. All right. Have a good one. Peace.